0: I'm R.J. Bell with the sports betting headlines for Wednesday. As you've heard, Justin Fields starter this week and Vegas is responding very optimistically, the Bears have been upgraded with Justin Fields. I find that to be questionable. Big Ben, he's hurt, he's old, and the Steelers are not being loved by Vegas. Right now, Pittsburgh is down to only a three-point favorite at home versus Cincinnati. Wow. Tua is out for Miami this week. It's official, and Vegas just shrugs. No effect. Tua, Bursette, equal quarterbacks in the eyes of Vegas. Here comes a full hour of the Vegas Truth covering all that and
1: the pregame show America has always wanted.
2: I've the future. i doubt the
1: future. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell.
0: You heard it, I'm RJ. Very special Wednesday show here in Las Vegas on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation in studio. A.J. Hoffman, the Rattler, as he's known, and making a triumphant return. Yo, homeboy! Welcome to the hood, brother. Steve <laughs> Fezzik. And why? Why all the hubabaloo? Well, Jonas Knox is getting a, a fond farewell to the. Well, let's say it's an upgrade. Three hours, <laughs> 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time every day. There's going to, there may be legal issues with the name of the show, but that will be between my attorneys and all. But I'll say it one last time here, is we're the pros, and he's the Joe in L.A.
2: Always good to be here, RJ. And it's always been good to be here the past three years. And on a day in which we start looking ahead to week three in the NFL coming up on Thursday night, and we've got some concerns at quarterback for several teams around the league, what is the Vegas lead here on this Wednesday?
0: Let's start with the Bears because the market is reacting in a uh, suspicious way. Confusing. Confusing. Yeah. But listen. Stupid. Well, but listen. Here, here's the. Here's how you can know someone is square, and I'm not Rattler. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying in general, is if they seem to get angry at the bookies when they have bad numbers. As far as I, I know, you you want to encourage it, right? I love bad numbers. So I, I think stupid means opportunity potentially. But let's look at the details.
2: Yeah, and that's the uh, Chicago Bears who made the announcement earlier today that Justin Fields will be the starter. Andy Dalton suffering a knee injury last Sunday, and the Bears win against the Cincinnati Bengals. So it'll be Justin Fields, his first-ever career start, and it's the Bears on the road at the Browns, where right now Cleveland is a seven-point favorite on pregame.com.
0: Oftentimes, Vegas, the conversations are not much different than in a typical diner. Who's better? Right, that's what here. It's really going to be who is better, Justin Fields today, or Andy Dalton, assuming health, obviously in this case. So, Fez, you've got your QB power ratings. What is the or
3: uh, Justin Fields, Andy Dalton comparison? I have them dead equal, RJ. But what's interesting, I do see a differentiation. If I'm a favorite, if the Bears are favored. I want Dalton as my quarterback, but if they're a dog, Ooh. I want Fields because I love what Fields could potentially do if I'm down double digits in the fourth quarter. Okay, so I, I get your point, and this is a subtle one because
0: oftentimes we think who's better, but who's better in a given situation, and why would Andy Dalton be better with the lead or as a favor? Because all you need is parity from him. You just need what you expect. And if you can get what's expected, you win. All right, if you're a big underdog, do you want what's expected? No, because what's expected is losing. So you want to have high variance, right? which is maybe it could be horrible, or maybe it could be good. I, most people, fans, teams, whatever, if they're a 10-point dog, if you told them 100% or 90% chance you're going to lose by three, So you've done a little bit better than expected. Or 50% chance you win, 50% chance you lose by 50. We're all taking the 50% chance to lose by 50 because it means we can win 50% of the time. And to me, (laughs) Justin Fields is that guy that can lose by 50. But in theory, and I got to say it's theory right now, and McKenzie's got some numbers on Justin Fields, I think he could have a higher upside. AJ, same question to you.
4: Yeah, certainly the the higher up higher ceiling, lower floor guy, Justin Fields. And I, I agree with Fez that if, if you're not expected to win, he's the guy to go with. But I think long-term, he's the answer. I just think right now, it's well, not, you, it's you not you a Well, better
0: positive. be the answer.
4: Uh, yeah, but I think Andy Dalton is a, a much better player right now than he is. So, so
0: you have him significantly better
4: right Pro- now. I, probably a point and a half. And that's based on what I saw of Justin Fields on, on Sunday. It was r- dreadful.
0: Okay. Now... It's a different environment when you come in a game and you weren't expected to start. Some, some players mm. benefit from that. Some don't. It matters how much the defense can scheme against you. My thought would be Fields would actually not benefit from being the known quarterback because you're going to be able to attack him, I think, in specific ways as a defense. But So, Steve, you saying Fields and Andy Dalton are even is really pretty high on Fields.
3: Yeah, well, I've got.
0: I don't think anyone's saying Fields is better right now.
3: You know, it's interesting. In fact, you say they're tied. Well, remember, we have an ongoing bet where I said Andy Dalton wasn't going to get 100 (laughs) pass attempts (laughs) this year. So I guess I I have Dalton lower than most people because of
0: that. So let's look at some numbers, then we'll get Jonas's thought. We are straight out of Vegas, MRJ Bell. All right, what numbers are important here when it comes to performance so far from Fields versus Dalton, McKenzie?
4: Well, if you just look at week two, it was night and day. Dalton had an 81 QBR, elite, top of the league type number. Fields, 4.4 QBR. (laughs) (laughs) 4.4? Is that yards per attempt? (laughs) No, that wouldn't be good for yards per attempt either. 4.4 QBR. So so last year, who was the worst QBR? That would be Sam Darnold. Let me get his number right
0: now. Obviously. (laughs) Because if I remember, it was like in the 30s, right? Yeah, high 30s. Yeah, so we'll get that in a second. But... If you think about it, four. Wow,
4: 33, Sam Darnold.
0: 33. So last year, the very worst was 33. Mm, About 10% of that or so. (laughs) Now, it's one game. It's one game. But where's the counterpoint? Where is the Justin Fields is better example? I would say this maybe it doesn't matter if you believe this is going to prep fields you accept that pain now you got to he's got to learn at some point
4: Go ahead. At the, at the point that you decide to break in Justin Fields as your quarterback of the future, though, aren't you kind of punting on this season? Yeah, and it I, seems I agree with for that. I agree happen. with that for sure. Jonas, your thoughts?
2: Uh, Andy Dalton's a better quarterback right now. When it comes to last week, I've heard a lot of people say people that are a lot smarter than I am when it comes to looking at offenses and schemes that have said they were trying to have Justin Fields play Andy Dalton's playbook. Like it, there was no adjustment. They didn't really factor in we've got a different guy. There. he was trying to operate an Andy Dalton offense and that's what led to some of his struggles I don't know how much of a difference that makes but I do think maybe Fields is a little bit better than we saw last week
4: Doesn't Andy Dalton strike you as a guy who's got a pretty simple playbook this isn't well, a guy who's going to be out there doing Patrick Mahomes things, it's a lot of A simple offense, check down. I mean, he's a safe quarterback. That seems like an ideal playbook for a rookie. First of all, I think to
0: some degree the whole check down thing is getting cliched. I'm not – and again, I don't know enough to know. Here's what I'll say. Andy Dalton, in week one specifically, when he played the full game, he got rid of the ball very quickly. Uh, That's something Big Ben's doing. That's something Tua does. You have to do when you have a poor offensive line. So Fields is renowned for holding the ball. Some, remember the preseason, he had a couple games that were pretty good, but like the plays that he held the ball more than three and a half seconds, it was like great. The rest it wasn't. Well, you don't get to hold the ball like that only a tiny percentage of the time in the regular season. So I would say this. I'm not sure there is an offense you can really run that with a poor offensive line if a guy doesn't get rid of the ball quick. And I don't think Justin Fields is capable of that. As we explore, remember, there was talk beginning of last season, last college football season, that Justin Fields would be competitive with the great Trevor Lawrence. Ah! The great <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. He might be competitive as a number one pick. That was a multiple segments on Get Up and shows like that. Okay. He ended up going 11th. What happened? By all accounts, I think there's a... Mm, red herring out there, a distraction, which was Olosky was talking about his work ethic. And then what happened was it became a little political. It's like, oh, is Orlowski implying that the black quarterback's lazy and it became a big-cost celeb, it seems like, for people to say, Justin Fields works extra hard. He works. I don't know how hard he works, but I know it distracted from the real reason he didn't get drafted as highly as some expected, which was, he didn't process through his reads very quickly. It's just the time it took, and that's not about intelligence, like getting a college degree. Feds, for example, is a card counter. And his ability to count a deck is so much better than mine. I've never done it, but I see him do it, and I'm like, I I couldn't do it that fast. Steve is a quick thinker. Boom, boom, boom. Now, I think quicker than most, but I'm not at that
3: 1%. Now, depth of thinking. I'm hoping I do some good things there. I don't know, Steve. What would you say? <laughs> I think that that's very accurate. We talk about slow thinking versus you know d- deep thought, and I think you're way better at the deep thinking. Like you would be a better chess master than I would, but I might be a better speed chess player. Well,
0: I think you certainly would be a better speed. <laughs> I don't know about the other one, but that's Steve Fezzik. And what I would say is that's generally true. Now, which one is more important? Well, it matters what you're doing. I can't spell worth a lick. I mean, literally. I cannot. There's a, fifth graders that can spell better than me. Literally. L-U-T. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm a sight reader, though, so I can read very fast. I just don't know how to pronounce a lot of words, as you guys know. And I, and, so I struggle with some, and sometimes you know, I struggle with spelling. You know what? If we were in a world that spelling was the most important thing, I'd be considered dumb. Imagine that.
3: But the fact of the matter is that you were supposed to go, no way, how could that be? <laughs> What's the I just keep thinking of minimal. Yeah. <laughs> the word minimal is the t- Minimal is there your kryptonite, right? No,
0: minimal, minimal, minimal. <laughs> Listen, it's easy. Now, once I
3: learn it, I learn it.
0: I That's learn true. it. Now, but here's the thing I mean, I don't say anything about um, what was that gymnast name that I got way wrong? S- oh, Simon S- Bowles. Yeah, there's there a little mistake there. A little mistake. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest hits. All right. But we're not critiquing Justin Fields' intellect. We're saying he doesn't process, at least the scouts say, as quickly as, as he needs to. We'll see if that develops. But right now, it hasn't.
3: And the Bears have a bad offensive line. And case in point, so the Bears are nursing a 10-point lead. There's only four minutes to play. The game's over. They're going to beat the Bengals. Week well, one. It looked like it. It take three knees, and you're going to probably win. And he throws one of the worst interceptions you're ever going to see. So... Clearly, he's not ready in terms of a football IQ situational perspective to start in the NFL. That one mistake you just cannot make as a starting quarterback. Luckily, my minus two and a half still covered.
0: (laughs) But, uh, I mean, listen, Burrow had three interceptions on three straight plays. So, it's like, we're not... And and, and I do think that Justin Fields' cause celeb in regarding like coming to his defense has gotten out of hand. This is an opportunity. I don't know which side of the political spectrum you're on... But what I know is that if it gets involved with money, if it gets involved with betting, it's something to exploit, exploit biases. If someone really likes or if a group really likes a team or a player because of politics, hey, they're going to be overpriced. I'd say go for it. I'm going to be fading it. I'm going to be correcting the market. And I do think with Fields, there's some irrational love of him. And we'll see. He might end up being really good. I think it's hard to say he is better right now than Andy Dalton so just to recap Fez let's take our first break when we come back you and I have I think three different bets that involve Justin Fields and Andy Dalton right (laughs) Yes. we'll recap that and we're going to go look at the Pittsburgh Steelers and right now obviously not playing well on offense now Big Ben is hurt what does it all mean
2: for Pittsburgh he's RJ Bell I'm Jonas Knox this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio be
1: sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I disagree with
0: intervention. I disagree with protocol.
4: If you speak out against the word, then the hammer's gonna fall.
0: I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas.
2: And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of You, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will take a closer look at several bets on the show involving one Justin Fields.
0: Yes, and we got a full roundtable with us, AJ Hoffman and Steve Fezzik, in to commemorate Jonas's last ride. I I think some would call it a sellout. Oh. I'm not not saying I would. I'm saying people are saying, and I'm like, listen. I, you know, minimum wage went up and I said, I can't afford it anymore. And he said, all right, I'm going to go
4: do three hours then. <laughs> <laughs> and for, you know, in the morning, I said, hey, listen, got to do what you got to do. If you and, got, and he copyrighted two pros and a cup of Joe. I mean, he's going <clears> to <throat> make, make big bucks off that. N-
0: listen, no. My lawyer said listen. no comment on that right now. Great day to join. This is the fastest grown show on Fox Sports Radio. Not that six to nine time. That is not the fastest growing. (laughs) This is. And you know why? Because of your support. It's not because of Jonas. It's because of your support. And we're going to keep working extra hard to give you winners and laughter. That's it. That's the goal. You want to laugh and you want to win. When I win, I laugh. So it's kind of correlated. But that's just me. Here in Vegas on the Strip, 96 degrees. The neon is chugging.
2: So, RJ, we were talking about the news out of Chicago. It was announced earlier today. Bears head coach Matt Nagy naming Justin Fields the starting quarterback for this Sunday's game against the Cleveland Browns. Now, you know,
0: Jonas brings you up occasionally, Fez, and he always it's almost always about the, your vendetta-like attitude about things, that if someone wrongs you, or even if they're human, you get mad at them. Like Van Vliet was having a kid, <laughs> you got upset that he, he, he missed a few three-pointers, you cut him out. Okay. So I think your dislike of Andy Dalton is connected to that, <laughs> because literally a couple years ago, and this is famous... We were doing the podcast and it was uh, Finley was quarterbacking for the Bengals over Andy Dalton. And Fez goes, Yep, I figured it's a two point upgrade. (laughs) Is is that
3: right? The team was going to respond. Yeah. yeah, And that, that, it was a two point upgrade. Still waiting for them to get in the end zone against Baltimore. (laughs) So that tells you, and he's not irrational
0: very often. So what does that tell you? There's something about you growing up a Bengals fan. And Andy Dalton maybe snuffing out the last of your fandom with those defeats in the playoffs.
3: Yep. uh, Great, very competent stats during the regular season. And then complete flame out. The Red Rifle becomes the water pistol in the playoffs.
0: Okay, so you've carried that vendetta years and years down the road. And we had multiple bets or have multiple bets on Andy Dalton versus Sam Darnold. You said, you know what? I'll take anyone against Andy Dalton. I said, deal, Sam Darnold. (laughs) <laughs> and you didn't seem happy. So, the first bet we've got is the quarterback ratings are compared.
3: That's right. That's so, it. So, this year. And I got Sam Darnold, who obviously is off to a hot start. Looks mm-hmm. looking good, right around 100 for his, so uh, you've been For that. his rating, and um, Dalton may be. You know what? He may be in the clubhouse, as they say. He may be done. And, and I, I do you believe? I mean, you. What would you want to bet right now that Andy Dalton takes another snap this year? Well, I already made a bad bet with you. I okay, bet Dalton. So, I, I bet Dalton would have less than a hundred pass attempts, and that was one of the worst bets I agree. I've ever made. Now let me. Well, not the worst. But yeah, not the worst. <laughs> but
0: let me ask you this: Would you want to bet that now? The
3: under 100, yes, I would. So,
0: you think you're a favorite right now under 100? I do. So, how many pass attempts does uh, Mackenzie, how many does Andy Dalton have? And what's his quarterback rating?
3: 49. His quarterback rating
0: is 84. Okay. So, he's right there. Okay. So, could you imagine Justin Fields all getting banged up like half? A, I mean, it's only going to take about a game and a half. That's right? a good point. Right? So, you're saying from here on, there's 15 games left. The over-under for Fields' quarterback is 13 and a half. And you're going to say, yeah, that's the right number. That's a good point.
4: Maybe Justin Fields is uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, yes, take over for the hurt guy, and suddenly he's a franchise quarterback. Well,
0: listen, we know how rare that is. I mean, you're <laughs> right that that did happen because there was no sense of Herbert being like that. And now you're hearing things about Herbert, like he made it. I heard this from a scout guy. He made a throw in the Cowboy game he's never seen a quarterback make. Like, where it's down the, you know, it's a seam route, it's two hashes over, something like that, and it's like no one else can make that throw in the world.
4: I heard someone ask, if you could take Mahomes out of the equation, you have one quarterback's career going forward, is there someone you take yeah, over so Justin a, Herbert? Yeah, so that's the
0: classic redraft, right? Is if we were redrafting the league right now, which takes into account youth, right? Because if you draft Brady, you're getting him for X you know, time. If you draft Herbert, et cetera, et cetera. Let's say Mahomes is the first pick, and I think he is. And we'll start with Jonas. It's a quick, rapid fire. Who's your second pick? Probably Herbert. Fez. Josh Allen. You're crazy. Josh Allen? Yes, sir. (sighs) All right, let's get a career bet. Herbert (laughs) versus Allen. Would you want that? Yes. All right, we got to figure out how to do it. Maybe we do a five-year bet. I mean, we don't. I mean, listen, you're a former actuary. At some point, I don't want to go against your state.
3: <laughs> yeah, even if you have a positive plus EV bet, you don't want to discount it twelve years. We're, we're right.
0: gonna talk about Josh Allen in a minute. Who do you take, AJ? I,
4: embarrassingly, I may take Josh Allen too. Really? Yeah, McKenzie. This isn't probably even more embarrassing. He's Kyler, Trey Lance, Kyler Murray. <laughs> Trey Lance will be two. Kyler Murray.
0: Hmm. Go ahead and win the so Super Bowl. Trey Lance would be third? No. <laughs> Didn't we tell you about joking? You're not funny. Yes. <laughs> not funny. All right, we are straight out of Vegas. Is yours Justin Herbert? Sam Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> see, now that's funny, see? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm going to think about this. I'm going to think about this. That's interesting. Well, let's think. Amongst the quarterbacks, right? So Aaron Rodgers is old. Right, amongst the good ones. So, Fez, go down your. We got uh, Dak Prescott.
3: Rodgers is old. Wilson is old. Uh, older, yeah. Tom Brady's very old. Wow. Well, Dak, Dak, Pres, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. What, okay. What's his, What's his health going to be? Lamar Jackson. Got no, a, no, thank you.
4: Well, if Deshaun Watson didn't have his issues, he might. Yeah, be Yeah, but he's one.
3: fragile too. He had two knee injuries. True. Matthew Stafford's too old. Yeah. Uh, cars made out of you know plexiglass. He's going to get well, broken. I don't know about that. Cars hardly missed a game. <laughs> but go ahead. And then Baker Mayfield.
0: No, I'm not going to take him. Then Kyler Murray? I'm not taking him. Because I think you got longevity issues with him, too. Okay. Yeah, I would take Herbert. Wow.
4: Now, obviously... We How far say- down do you go before you get to Josh Allen?
0: Well, let's talk about Josh. All right, so let's wrap up. So our two bets, because we, we had a bet on the game when you took Sam Darnold.
3: Uh, Played five. He got the good number with the Jets. That's what I tend to do. Yes. Okay. So, we push. Yeah, I'm not... Where do you got Carolina in your power rankings? I have Carolina 16th, right in the middle. So you think they're an average team right now? I, yes, because they're 16th. I have, a, I have one point better than an average team. Just. So they're better than average. Yes. So who's 15th, who's
0: 17th? 15th, the Chargers. Right, hold on. Chargers, Carolina, and Neutral is pretty much a pick em.
3: Yes. That's crazy. Boy, I'm taking Chargers to the mm. bank. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, the market would agree with you. And 17th, Tennessee. Oh, who's 18th? 18th, Minnesota.
0: I take Minnesota over Carolina right now. Well, I don't know. I think there's trouble in the locker room in Minnesota. Okay. So, our bets are that is will Andy Dalton have 100 passes? If he has 100, I win. If he doesn't, Steve wins. And we had 300 on that. Yes. And then it's going to be Sam Darnold versus Andy Dalton. And the reason we use passer rating instead of QBR is no minimum. QBR has a high minimum that's required. And... You see how minimum is no problem for me. <laughs> yeah. And I—I uh, I mean, listen. Do you like you liked it when you bet? Would you? I'm not going to bet you. Maybe. But would you lay two to one on this bet now? The the, the passer rating. One?
3: Oh yes, I would.
0: I mean, I'm confused. They played the Jets, who are maybe the worst. Them and Jacksonville are the two worst teams. And I think Detroit's better than either of them myself. And then they beat who? Oh, a Saints team that was, like, so tired, they were sleeping during the game. (laughs) I mean, what's their big win? I mean, that Saints win is super impressive.
3: Come on. But but did it look like it was the Saints or was it Carolina? It looked like the Saints were completely um, nomad, no exactly. practicing in
0: Texas, no home. Uh, what do you think? I mean, really, your power ratings are not supposed to be about performance up to this point. It's supposed to be projection. Like, for example, Minnesota's not last because they're 0-2. So, do you you really believe, come end of the year, Carolina's going to be above-average team?
3: I do, but you know what? The market disagrees with it, because there's a season win number on Carolina right now. They're
0: okay. 2-0. Let's talk about that. So, what was their season win before the uh, season started? Seven and a half. Okay. They've won two games. Yes. So, now it's five and a half more wins to go to reach the old one. Now, they were slight, un- they were slight favorite in one game and slight underdog in the other. So, really, they were about... 50, 50, so they were about—they uh, should have won one game. That's right. 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 they won two. So they're plus one game right now. Thus, if Carolina's upgraded, they their win total would be right around six and a half, right? Because they got an extra win. Eight and a half. Oh, because it was 7.5. Yeah, 8.5. So, 8.5 would be their win total. If there's no adjustment in the market assessment of Carolina, just the two wins. You agree with that? Yes. What's what's the uh, win total? It's 8.5, VIG to the over, but it's still 8.5. How much? How much VIG? Minus 140. All right, so it's 20 cents out of 50, so it's like 40% toward... So, they're giving a fourth of a half a win. Minor adjustment. An eighth of a win, they're saying. So, But you've adjusted them how much? I bumped them up two points. What? Two points? So that's 30. That's a whole win. Yes. Okay. So you're saying you think Carolina's one win better on the season than you did entering the season. And the market's saying they're an eighth of a win better. Exactly right. And I'm
3: with the market. You are. I thought you'd like to be with the market. You can't always be within the market. Yeah, but you
0: could just replace me with the market. You're right. But here's the question. What is it about Carolina that makes you think this is the time I'm gonna buck the market? <laughs> it's like if you go to sleep every night at eleven, but you hear Godfather is gonna have a they're gonna have three in a row run on the late night TV. That makes sense maybe. You wanna you know, or Rich Man Poor Man
3: as some would say. But what is it about Carolina that makes you break your rules? A big part is c looks like he's fully back to being the best running back in the league. He looks spectacular. And you thought coming in he was going to be what? Well, there's a lot of uncertainty off the injury. I mean, look at Barkley and the Giants. He looks, you know, look at Zeke. You know, these guys look like they're they're not making a difference at all.
4: That's Steve Fezzik. What was the win total preseason for Carolina? Seven and a half. And how many games did Carolina win last year when McCaffrey was out the whole season? Five. So wasn't that built into it? Some of it, yes. Well, here's the thing about running
0: backs, and and this is a, a very advanced concept. We're straight out of Vegas. Most teams run too much. If you look at the optimal way to play, Buffalo, let's give them credit, and Kansas City tend to be playing optimally, which is go for a bunch of fourths, try to get turnovers on defense, don't worry about being sound, look to make big plays on D, and pass a bunch. Don't run a bunch. Go for it on fourth. That's it. Think about it. That's what the best teams do, or the more modern teams. Think about that Baltimore game. I mean, I used to get on Fez a lot about, he emphasized game decisions too much. I'm like, it's a little marginal factor. It's a little marginal factor. I think it's become bigger than that. You look at Baltimore, a lot of old school I mean, Tomlin's punting on that fourth down, (laughs) right? He punts down nine. But what I'm saying is he's punting on that fourth down. Every time. And they say that the expected uh, win share or or win percentage there um, was 20% difference if you punted. It was like a draft. It was like, you know, whatever it was. It was so much better going for it. Like 20%. It's a big deal these days. It's a big deal. It's a big, big deal. Okay, so... We were talking, backing up a second, we were talking about Carolina, we were talking about going against the market, and then out, then we were talking about the modern way to play football. I had
3: one more talk. You, you, well, McCaffrey, oh, what that's I love it, that's about it. him that's it. is he's not just a running back. He's like a Dalvin Cook or yeah, a Kamara. He's to. a receiver, yeah, too. I agree. But the point I was going to make, most teams
0: don't run or run too much. And what happens when a team has a bell cow back like that, that does carry the ball a lot, they tend to have to feed it to him. It's almost like the Zeke Elliott thing. Hey, we paid him. And in a way, yes, if you're going to run, having C-Mac is better than not having him. But if you don't have
3: him and you pass more, it tends to even out. It's a great point. So when you get cluster injuries at running back, sometimes in San Francisco has that this week. Maybe that's good because now they're going to they're going to throw the ball more.
0: Well, if you have Jimmy G a quarterback, it changes everything. <laughs> this is complicated. Uh, dealer's choice, Jonas. Any of the topics? Closing thought
2: where does Carolina rank right now are there odds on making the playoffs right now because we always hear about two and oh teams two and oh teams they start out two and oh they got an advantage how does how much does the extra game factor into how we evaluate that this season
0: all right, let's do this. We're gonna get that exact number. Chance to make the playoffs for Carolina. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas
1: weekdays at six PM Eastern, three PM Pacific.
2: Straight Out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. You know, Fez, I was
0: telling Jonas now that he's in the high tax bracket, I wonder. I, I wonder if his hand was shaking when he was signing that contract. <laughs> like, I, knew, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I said, shouldn't he have one? He's been begging off batting for three years against me. I don't think we've had one bat. I think I gave him a free roll one time, and he won that one. Well,
3: that should, we should raise his power rating for avoiding getting pummeled by it, right? <laughs> but, that, but what I'm thinking is, I don't want to leave it that way.
0: I want, mm-hmm. I want him with that jumbo contract to bet me 500 on something. <laughs> Can the Panthers or the Carolina Panthers playoff odds? No is minus 175. 60%? No, no, no. 40% yes plus 130. Fez, you like the
3: yes. I don't. Well, how? What do you mean? You got to like the yes. The reason I don't like the yes is they're not going to win the division because of Tampa Bay. And if you look at that NFC West, it's a monster, RJ. All four teams in the West projected to win nine and a half or higher in terms of games. Yeah, I
0: think Seattle is better than you think, too. I mean, because that loss got people off the scent. They made they've a played, lot of good changes. They
3: played one bad quarter
4: out of eight. And that's what keeps them from being 1-1 instead of 2-0. and
0: Faz, me getting a 3-2 and for the debacle of those picks. I think I did nothing but send you <laughs> losers last week. I, mean, I, it I, was, I had
4: to be in a typo. You must have gotten he, my picks reversed. He didn't use any of mine. <laughs> and, uh,
0: <laughs> Listen, uh, the one, I like Seattle. And at the last minute, I said, wait a minute. It was like four, now it's six and a half. Seattle tends to play close games.
3: Last minute, I yanked it back. Yeah, you 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 sent me an email. That this is Seattle's donkey, Fezic. We're not using Seattle. Uh, But we were laying. We would have been getting a better number too.
0: Yeah, closing line value. All right. When we come back, Fezic with the best bet. I have a stat on Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. One is the best in the last 20 years. One is the worst, and. Jonas is going to have a
2: chance in front of the nation (laughs) to say his goodbyes. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan, and R.J. Oh, I'm I'm taking over, (laughs) Jonas. I'm taking
0: over. Your party's over. (laughs) All right. We're going to give you the form here. Talk to the three-year, the audience. We, We finished three years. We're in our fourth year. We got a renewed contract. Jonas had a huge part to do with that. Personally, I think he sounds too good, and that makes me sound. I think AJ is gonna work great because he sounds like a professional radio guy, but not quite as good, you know, with the, the tenor of the voice, you know, just the perfection. The guy that like, will drink a gallon of water before the show just to make sure his vocal cords are well lubricated. You don't worry about those no. guys. No. No, exactly. So I think this is gonna work out. Anything you want to say, say it. But I think thanking me personally would be a good idea, but it's up to you.
2: Well, I just want to <laughs> say uh, thank you guys, and and I appreciate you letting me be a part of it. I know ah. in, in this space, there's a lot of people out there who pretend they know it about sports gambling and sports betting. They try and talk the lingo, especially with how popular it is. And I always try to take the approach that... I don't know a damn thing. I'm bad at sports betting, but I love it. I think it's fascinating. I I like the stories, the angles, the approaches. I think all that stuff is interesting, and I just tried to show respect to people that have actually been in the business, that have been around the business for as long as you guys have, and really tried to soak up as much knowledge as I could get. It didn't help me at all because I would still make bad bets, not on on your behalf, but because I'm terrible at it. But I was able to sit back and get to see sort of how the meal was prepped, uh, what went into the ingredients, why you guys think the way that you do. And I think that's the most fascinating part of this show. So so I'm I'm grateful for you guys letting me hang out and be a part of it.
0: Well I think what's amazing is our best bets probably in the three years are like crazy <laughs> high. Like we we had a good, you know, fifty six, fifty seven percent probably. I mean I'm just guessing but I mean, I had streaks. Faz won what, fifteen in a row at one point? Was it? How many was
3: it? The Alliance of American Football, eleven straight. Yeah, yeah. and then you had another run that was like 16 of 18 two, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
0: I, listen, it, it's been a real good pick in a couple year, or three years, and somehow Jonas, I don't think, has made any money from. It. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, it'd be like, how'd you do this week? You
2: lost. It's like, wait, we went four and It's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do have to say one of my favorite uh, stories, which just goes to show you that uh, there are different priorities for different people was the pandemic hits the country gets shut down it's march 2020 and people are are terrified they're they're getting in fist fights over one ply toilet paper uh, they're they're scrambling to try and pick up sanitizer they're doing whatever they can everybody's got a mask i mean nobody knows what the hell to do it's the weirdest time in the history of this country people are binge watching tiger king they have no idea there's no sports on and steve Fezzik is upset Because they also shut the XFL down and he was making a killing on the XFL. So while the country was shut down, Fezzik was pissed the XFL was gone because he was murdering the XFL with his bets throughout the course of the show. So I remember that fondly.
0: Well, and then it followed up with him having 19 separate bets on the draft. That is true. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> like, true. remember we were talking about high variance? Only thing we can bet on! <laughs> like, I might have to get a job if I don't win a bunch of bets right now. And he bet 19, and he went like, what was it, you, like 16 and 3 or something? Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, listen, let's be clear. The goal is to win 55%. We've had a good run. There's good streaks. But you're going to win one extra game every 20. That's all you can do. And if anyone tells you more than that, they're lying to you. We're straight out of Vegas. Fez, you, I know you've been particularly appreciative. On the rare days I've missed, you, know, you and Jonas have had a, a good synergy. And, and you wanted to speak to that.
3: Yeah, I'm a sports betting guy. That's how I make a living making bets. I am not a radio guy. And I want to let Jonas and RJ, I want to let you know how grateful I am to both of you in terms of the the time both of you have spent. And when RJ's out, I am so nervous before a show starts, the rare shows that you're out, RJ. And Jonas has been so patient and spent so much extra time prepping for those shows. Thank you, Jonas Knox. You are the best.
0: Well, there you go. That's, That's pretty nice. heartfelt. Now, yeah. I will say, this, this goes against Jonas, but we got to tell the truth here. One show I was out, I listened to, <laughs> and I told Fez, you know, you're self-involved. You know, We are, to some degree. <laughs> Think about what the audience wants to hear. You know, it's not about you; it's about the audience. First thing of the show, he goes, "Jonas, before we get started, um, I know you went to Hawaii once. I just came back from Hawaii. Waikiki or the rest of the island?" <laughs> so he starts this like rich one percent. Like, which part of Hawaii do you vacation? I just start the show; it will never be better. Not Fez, you've got
3: a best bet. I do. So. Sunday, NFL, I'm going to Atlanta Falcons plus three at the New York Giants. You look at these two teams, you know what? The Giants, maybe just a smidge better, tiny better, but very comparable teams. Add three for home field. Well, three for home field. Exactly. So we'd make the Giants minus three would well, wh- make wh- sense. Why would they
0: be three? I thought two and a half is home there field. There you
3: now. go. It, it, and there's a mistake the odds makers made. They added too much for home field. They're still adding three for home field. I don't see any reason to give the Giants more than two for home field in this game. And given that, there is no way the Giants should be laying three in this game. I like the Falcons plus the three. It was two and a half in the summer. It was two and a half with the look ahead. It was
0: two and a half at the World Open. This is late you know, in this week, the line going up. So, hmm. Now, do we know for sure they're adding three or do you just
3: think the Giants are slightly better? I I guess it doesn't matter. I'm not sure which one it is, but I can tell you there's no evidence. I. I do have the Giants a half point better, but I don't think the Giants even have a two and a half home field. But here's the here's the thing though,
0: wouldn't you say Atlanta against Philly is one of the worst games of the season so far?
3: Yes, they got crushed, mismatch on the on the lines. And I know they were sort of competitive against Tampa, but you just don't know how much of that. I, Giants I, terrible against Denver
0: though. Yeah, they were terrible against a Denver team that's been dominant in both games, and then they looked really good against Washington. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I think the Giants are an open question to how good they are. I agree with that. All right, so you know what? I'm teasing ahead. We had the Zach Wilson stat and the Mac Jones. We'll have that tomorrow. So now for the final time. And by the way, I'm going to be jumping. He's going to be jumping on here. And if he doesn't, it means he's big time <laughs> in this. Guys, know that right
2: now. If you missed any of the show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. Sov will be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, three o'clock Pacific. Right here on. Fox Sports Radio.